with Christian Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's hit. Very good morning to you if you're uh, just waking up with us. I mean, sorry, that hours are the first voices you have to hear, but Christian Bodge for Harvey Norman Paul McCoy in any case. Just a prior warning, though. Uh, you might want to rug up because I heard that... Uh, in the Mid-North Coast, we've had uh, records of uh, minus 0.05. <laughs> Whereabouts? <laughs> On Port Macquarie, specifically. Well, then it'd be colder inland, surely. Oh, you'd imagine that. So, it has been chilly this morning. I noticed that when I got out of the car and walked yeah. up the stairs. And I only got, like, what, 20 metres that we've got to walk them up. Oh, I didn't, I didn't feel the cold at all this morning. Why is that? I had a boiling hot shower before I walked out the door. Well, that's the um, truth. Yeah. Now, I just want to give people a bit of an insight into the world of Christy Dixon. Um, shortly before we went on air just now, in fact, while the news was playing, <laughs> I wrote it down as she was saying it. <laughs> I just want to read. I know what it is because I've got it all over my fingers. I just want to. Oh, <laughs> jeepers. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play some sexy music. <laughs> this is what she said. I love sticking my pinky finger <laughs> in my ear and scraping out the wax. You should see how much there is in there. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what I'm she said, sorry, Christy. Bud. It's disgusting. <laughs> you know what? My um, pinky nail does get oh way more God, out. Oh, my God. Don't hold it up. <laughs> it gets way more out than an earbud. Ooh, <laughs> oh, my God. Your whole pinky nail. Because, you know, women have longer nails yeah. more often than not. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> Her whole pinky fingernail is tainted yellow. It is tainted. Just don't smell it. I don't don't want to smell it. (laughs) It shouldn't be that brown. It's a brown yellow. Are you sure it was your ear you stuck it in? Yes, yes, it was. All right, let's get into a song. Let's get into a song. I'm done with it. You are filth, my friend. Get up with Christy and Budge on the Mid North Coast Hit FM. Christy, I, you know, I was so, um, I was so happy with myself yesterday because I had my cereal, had my little bowl of cereal, which I do in the six o'clock hour. And I know I shouldn't be like, you know, talking myself up when it comes diet wise. We know what I'm like, but for lunch, I had two cruskets, yeah, the wholemeal ones. They taste like cardboard, um, with a little bit of. Um, gherkin and cheese and corn relish on. Gherkin, that's very salty. Well, what do you... I see... It's better than what I would have. This is true. How did you go, though? Because I saw you writing your little shopping list. I did, yeah, you yeah. You said, oh, that's it. On a health kick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat some really good stuff. And then you're yeah. listing some of the items. I'm like, that's not, like, kicking it. In the, what do you mean? Like, you're not going to real healthy stuff. Like, you're talking about king prawns. You're talking about... Barramundi, okay, you want so all what's, these elaborate... what's, unhe- what's unhealthy about those? No, it's not that it's unhealthy, unhe- but you're picking all these elaborate meals. And I'm like, well, that means you're probably going to have all these fancy schmancy things well, alongside I mean, it, what, like yeah. a curry or, or um, what's wrong with... chili sauce. Yeah, they're, they're not elaborate. They're just, you know, they take a little bit of time, but not too much. So I thought, it's not it's not about that, by the way. It's not about the the how elaborate the meal is. It's the fact that I wanted to change my habits. And part of that, Christy, is the fact that... Um, it's so convenient to just go and get food. You know what I mean? Oh, buy like yeah, from a just take go and away buy something. Yeah. Cafe. So the point of cooking is I'm trying to break myself out of that sort of rut where I'm actually forced to do something in order to eat. Mm, mm. So right now my stomach is gurgling and I'm like, right, where's my special K? 
I want to be like that woman. You know, in the advert where she like stretches upwards to get something from the top shelf and it, her body looks like the K shape and then they turn it into the K yep. via computer graphics. That's what I want to look like. You want to be the special K I want to be the special K man. So um, it was looking good. You know, I bought all the barramundi and everything, uh, took it home, put it in the fridge, all that sort of stuff. Had a little bit of a nap in the afternoon, as I do. Mm. Waited for the girlfriend to finish. Mm. And then we get home and, um, well, she gets home and she goes, um, do you want some of my mum's fish pie? And I was like, hold on, what? Yeah. Sorry, what, what did you say? I had to check with her again. And I was like, I wanted to make sure there wasn't a joke coming. <laughs> and then she goes, no, no, my mum made this. And it was, I tried it and it was, my God, it was delicious. So you had all that crispy pastry? No, uh, no, no, no. It was, um, it was just the inside parts of it. So it was mixed together oh. in a bowl. It was with like mashed potato on top. It, yeah, it had mash, uh, but it was like um, it wasn't mashed potato. It was sort of boiled. Anyway, yep. we're getting a little off topic there. So then I'm sort of semi full by dinner time. When <laughs> dinner time comes around, I go right. Um, we can either. She said, um, "Would you like to play some video games?" And I was like, "Obviously, I would." You know, she's a great girlfriend in that regard. So we're playing video games for a while, and. Time creeps up on us, and I go, oh, it's getting late. I'm not going to be able to cook that barramundi tonight. And then she goes, I'm not very hungry anyway. I'm like, neither am I. A little bit later on, come 9 o'clock, <laughs> she wants to go for a drive to go and get food. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Sneaky oh, drive through. No. Well, I thought, what if we could find a place that's open and have something relatively healthy? I thought I could do that. At you 9 know, o'clock at night, on a weeknight. Well, I forgot where we lived, didn't I? <laughs> If I was in a, a proper city, you know, you could go to any any anywhere would be open still. But like no, at midnight. eight o'clock pretty much everywhere shuts here. Yep. So, which is terrible. Sort yourself out. But um, we're driving around. You know what? I tried everywhere before we went through the drive-through, and then sure, we I did. <laughs> I swear I did. I went everywhere. Um, and then we had to go KFC. And I was oh, like, right, get myself all a things to eat. Uh, you well, go for the ones I that's thought, deep fried. No, well, I thought the wrap might be healthy. <laughs> you have seen the chicken. Yeah, it is deep fried well, chicken, no matter whether it's a wrap or not. Why, that's why when I got to the little thing, I thought, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get that. End up getting them. You know, when I um, had my teeth out and I yeah. was crying and bleeding and in pain, and you bought me that um, popcorn chicken. Yeah, I was like, oh. you went popcorn chicken. No, you did. did a full value meal, didn't you? And you got the chips <laughs> no, and the potato I did, and gravy. I didn't know. <laughs> and this isn't a plug for them. I'd go anywhere. They were just the closest ones. But uh, do you know what? I ruined it, and I felt terrible about myself. And I was sitting in bed just crying and eating chicken, and just like, oh. And then she goes, it's okay, we'll, we'll start again tomorrow. <laughs> it's always the excuse. I know, but you meant to start Monday. We we were so bad on the weekend. <laughs> we were so bad on the weekend. You wouldn't believe the amount of food we ate on the weekend because we're like, we'll start Monday. So now I'm not sure if we start next Monday or whether we start today. No, the rule is you should never start on a Monday because you always fail. Well, I'm starting today. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Now, what I'm about to make you do, Bodge, I promise you, isn't deliberate because of what you just said before in regards to you being on a diet. Right. Do you just want to um, talk about the little things that I just put in front of you? What Be, can you see? I, you've got two very small bowls of Nutri-Grain. Oh, what, it doesn't cut it because you have big bowls of cereal? Is that why? I like nice big bowls, yeah. Yeah, but um, what kind of cereal is it? We've got two of this. This is the same cereal. We've got one bowl with Nutri-Grain. You've got a second bowl with Nutri-Grain. Oh, yeah. 
Exactly. Nutrigrain. Is it healthy for you, Budge? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> read the book. It's not healthy for you. It's meant to make you uh, fueled, ready to go for exercise. Right, but right. the idea of it is because you know how I like to bring some hacks that I see online and I like to test them out to see whether or not it's worthy of doing and it's going to make your life sure. easier or, or things better. Right. Apparently, uh, frozen cereal is the way to go because you know when you've put the milk into a bowl of cereal, even like your Kellogg's, they end up getting real soggy. Well, one of them's already ha- real soggy. Yeah, and they don't have the crunch. Right. Well, you're meant to bung your cereal in the freezer for about half an hour before you go to eat it, and then you put the milk in, and it's meant to be real nice and crispy and crunchy. Right. So I want you to taste test, just instead of me doing it, you to taste test, and you're actually going to do it. I didn't think you would because you're on a diet. <laughs> and tell me which one you think is better. And I can't even tell which one you're eating right now. I haven't, I haven't stitched you up, I promise. I know that the last time I brought you food, I As soon I as put I put it in my mouth, in I stood back here like, hang away. <laughs> I know. Has I she filled you this up. with mustard again? No, no. This um, is legit. Well, there's one that's real soggy and there's one that's heaps crunchy. So the one, do you remember which ones you placed in front of me and where? Oh, no. The, the, the one to the right of me. The one that's the closest, closest to you. Did yeah. you eat that one? Yeah, I did, yeah. And what was the difference in the no, texture? That was a lot crunchier. There you go. So is that hack a win? Um, hang on. What do you say? Here we go. Please tell me. Yes, I need, sorry, I needed to confirm. Um, the ones that I had from there weren't fully submerged in milk. Oh. I needed some that were underneath the milk. And did they go soggy? Because that's the issue you've got with normal cereal. Um, not as soggy, no. Right. So no. can you say it's a win? The um, I mean, uh, oh, I can, but I can't be bothered putting them in the half hour before <laughs> I want to eat. I'm asleep. Well, you just store your cereal overnight because they're not going to freeze because that, was, st- that uh, was stored overnight. Well, see, this is I've actually tried something similar to this. My uh, nanny and granddad, they um, used to put hot water on their wheat bix first and then they'd put milk on. Oh, to actually make it um, yeah. extra soggy because well, wheat because you want it to be soggy. In well, milk. it's not just so much that. It's like, yeah, you kind of want them to be, you don't want to dry bic, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. bics, I don't know what the plural is or the singular. Anyway. I used to do the same thing growing up. <laughs> but you put then, hot water on it. Yeah, and then you've got heaps of milk to deal with and that's fine. So, um, I think most people probably boil their, now, their milk and now then that I've, them. Now that I've had a go with these, so I'm guessing you don't want any. No. Good you're, on, on. you're on a diet, though, Bodge, so you probably okay, shouldn't I'll finish it. Them. I'll eat them. You know, the diet starts no, no, at no. midday today. You're not finishing that. I've got a banana for you. You need to finish that. You're cheapers, mate. Throw it at my face when I'm not expecting it. That's what you're allowed Smacked to eat. Smacked in the only. face with no a banana isn't cereal. something I expect to deal with in the morning. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Now, this is going to sound a little bit outrageous, Christy, but mm. I assure you this is absolutely true. I want to read the. Um, I want to read this headline. It's going to take me a moment. Hold on. Yeah. Man blames cat for getting his wife pregnant. <laughs> That's not real. It's true. <laughs> That's cat. it. That's it. That's it. That's a headline. A Man cat. blames cat for getting his wife pregnant. Now, I don't know if um, this is a guy who. Wanted kids, <laughs> or whether he uh, is just super unlucky. But it well, turns he's... out his condom didn't work, and he reckons that uh-huh. their cat scratched little holes in it. 
So oh. is, it's true. Now, you know what Bella's oh, like, gosh. your dog. She's always digging up and, you know, uh, I dare say she's torn a few pillows apart or something like that as well. Has she done that? Oh, she's a chewer. Yeah, okay. Through. Yeah. Right. So um, if it was a dog, I could see why it would maybe chew on a little rubber condom that might be sitting on the floor. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, in its package, obviously. Which... No. You don't un- you don't undo <laughs> it and just go. Oh, I'll leave you on the rack for another day. Tell me, this is a man yeah. that I would hope <clears throat> has uh, protected sex. When you grab the little uh, uh, guy out of the the top drawer, <laughs> don't right. be so awkward. Yep, I know you're in a you're I don't a secure have a top, relationship. I don't have now. a top drawer. Anyway, um, your little foil packet there. If you saw puncture wounds in it from a cat or yeah. a dog, yeah. or a little bit of rippage. First thing I'd do is ask her whether or not she'd like kids. <laughs> and go, darling, was this you? <laughs> Have you destroyed this protection? <laughs> this defensive well, you know what barrier. We, do. we tend to do that. We just go, mmm, he's not ready yet. I'll just make him ready. Well, animals are like that, though. They, they do uh, cause this, I guess, unintended carnage. And this one guy has, well, he, I don't know why people take it to the internet, but he's taken a picture of his cat with its paw over a candle like it's about to touch it, saying, look, look, look at my cat. It definitely did do it. Look how close it gets to fire. So um, it's really, really scary stuff. He's because, resorting to the most weirdest excuses around. Well, how does the cat get to it if it's in your top? Because you would assume it'd be like in a top drawer somewhere. Oh, those things are like leave it ninjas. Around. Those yeah. cats, they can find anything. But, or he, he probably is just irresponsible and has left them just well, sitting there willy-nilly. Apparently, according to this guy, the cat loves those baby buds. And what he keeps, buds? you know, the little um, cotton buds. Oh, the earbuds, yeah. You know, earlier on this morning. Oh, no, don't bring In fact, it was, only, it, was, it was literally, as we opened up the microphones for the first time this morning, <laughs> I read this out. This is what Christy said this morning. I wrote it down because it was so unbelievable. I love sticking my pinky in my ear and scraping out the wax. You should have seen how much there is. Baby buds or cotton buds or whatever you Q-tips, yeah. you know that you normally would use those no, to get stuff out. No, but they hurt. You well, push in too far and you don't get enough out. My fingernail does a better job. Well, this, anyway, you're talking about a cat. Well, this cat loves them apparently. <laughs> it loves them and it loves the um, the little bobble things that you use for your makeup. What do you uh, use? The, oh, the um, cotton balls. Oh no, you're talking about the sponges. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about sponges. I'm talking about the cotton balls, the stuff that's made of the same stuff as the Q-tips. Who uses cotton balls on their face for makeup? I don't know. Oh, what you're talking you about taking the makeup for. off. Some I of them don't use... know what's involved. <laughs> all I know is I walk into the bathroom and I see the the basket, and all of them are gone. And there's two or three of them that look like they've been through hell in the oh. bottom of the basket. And I go, "What have they done? What have they seen?" <laughs> so this poor cat, it's not. Cotton Coughing up fur balls is coughing up condoms. Yeah, well, <laughs> it didn't eat them, but what it's done Who is... Who knows how many it's Because eaten. it quite likes these Q-tips, and I believe that is the official word for them, um, it's opened up the top drawer um, somehow, Ninja. somehow, and um, has managed to do it. Animals open open doors and things oh, yeah. all the time. So, um, yeah, they had their relations. Mm-hmm. And he says he vividly remembers stumbling into the dark bathroom, opening the drawer, blindly fumbling around in the box to right. pull one of these things out, as was the routine, he says, and thinking nothing of it. He goes, mm-hmm. yep, that's fine. Fast forward a few weeks, and uh, his wife was complaining of nausea and having tender breasts. And he went, oh, dear, hang on a second. And they went and got a test. Now, I think it just failed. I think 
the pregnancy test. Uh, I think that worked. I think the, the birth control failed. Oh, definitely. Who knows? He may not even put it on in, in the first place if he's doing it in the dark. Could have fallen off. He said, though, and this is where he ended it, apparently he's gone in there and he said that there are um, puncture holes in every single one of the condoms. <laughs> he doesn't understand how it happened. And it was the the girlfriend who suggested maybe it was the cat. Yeah. So See? the guy's gone on the internet. This is how dumb he is. The guy's gone on the internet and he's ragged on his cat and gone, my cat's gotten into my top drawer after the Q-tips and it's torn up and put little holes in my condoms. Turns out, I reckon, this is what I reckon, his miso wants a kid and wants to blame it on the cat. We are that cunning. You know that we would do anything. Yeah. To get a baby and if in the bun. She has told him this bun clearly. She is very cunning. Cunning linguist. That's what she is. The Mid North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. It is time for the censorship game. I have edited um, a little bit with um, three children's TV shows as mm-hmm. we like to go uh, nice and wholesome before beefing out a word. Great um, doing and, that, making but, kids. Could swear on radio without hearing it. No, it may sound like that to the untrained ear, but mm-hmm. all all I've done is just edited one word out, and you've got to guess what it is. If you if it sounds like something else, it's not it's not my problem. I'm not <laughs> someone. I'm not I'm a filthy mind. No, but it makes it sound like that. It makes it a whole lot harder right. to to remember what the word could be. All right. So um, this is going to be quite tough. You have got to try and pick what the word is, right? And it's mm-hmm. not going to be so obvious today. This is kind of out of context. So. Oh, God. The first TV show we're going with is this one. I see the bridge. Come on. I'm the grumpy old who lives under the bridge. I'm a grumpy old troll. If you want to go over, all you have to do is this. Solve my riddle. I should have cut it off a bit earlier. What did you say it was? Troll. Oh, let's see if you got it right. I see the bridge. Come on. I'm the grumpy old troll who lives under the bridge. Wow, I because can't believe you got it right. The, even if you cut, cut it off at under the bridge, so, uh, I uh, would have realised because it's like, who lives under the bridge? Well done. Well done. Well, I used got, to read you, my kids' books when uh, I was little. You did very well. All right, here is uh, this the second censored. All right, put the money in the... Put it in! <laughs> <laughs> Put the money in my box. No, it's what you're going to go with that. Yeah, box. No, it's wrong. No. Put the money in the piggy bank. No, that's where you put money. I'll that's give you where one you put more. Money. Have a listen to how SpongeBob's doing it. It's clearly SpongeBob. All right, put the money in the in the till. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Put the money in the bank. Oh, the bank. He's, oh, no bank. <laughs> and not in the bank. In the ba- You heard it and you still got it wrong. No, because it was, it was, uh, I think he was robbing somewhere. Right. Yeah, it's great for a children's Put television show. Now, now here bank. is, I think, probably the hardest. Here's the hardest. Here we go. If you can get this, mm-hmm. I will. What will you give me? I will quit. The job no, that I'm won't. in right now—that's a massive claim—and I will relinquish this, and it will become the Christie Show. <laughs> I don't right? think people want that. All right. <laughs> All right, God. No, 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 wrong. Hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> is that Pengu? It is Pengu. <laughs> but you can't guess the word? Pengu. No, it's not. We'll give you one more go. Um, fish. No. All right, here it is. <laughs> He's most famous catchphrase. I'm not going to pick that up in a monster. <laughs> How did you not get that? I don't know. You could have had it all. You could have had the show, Christy. It could have been all yours. A fresh way to get up. Christy and Barge on Hit FM. Very good morning to you. The sun is, uh, it looks fantastic at the moment. There's not a cloud in the sky from our window. I mean, there might be on the other side of the building, but we can't see that, so it doesn't matter. One of those things, Christy, where it's, if you can't see it, don't worry about it today. Oh, you can't say that, though, with things that you're buying secondhand. If you can't see it, Jeez, don't worry about segue. it. what no, a segue. No, but I think about it because it's like, uh, unless you've got one of those blue lights that you put on like a bed God. mattress, you're never going to know what's been there. Oh. And that is why, blanket rule, <laughs> I will not buy a secondhand the mattress. The UV light. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't, yeah, in, I guess in that case, if you can't see it, you probably still should worry about it. Yep. Um, I I won't buy a second-hand mattress. No. It's just something I won't do. And the, the reason that we are discussing this and um, uh, is because I'm moving into a new house with the partner um, end of next week on the 31st. And, and you've got zilch furniture, haven't you? But that's by design. That's by design. Like, I, I, um, I live a minimalist lifestyle, and when I moved in, like, where I, wherever I've moved, there's always been a room that I've rented, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, you haven't re- rented a house. You've no. rented a room and you've got and housemates that bring their furniture. Well, no, they're, they're already there. So yeah. um, before I moved to the mid-north coast, it was a different story. I had a house full of furniture. In fact, I left a house full of furniture to my housemate. Oh, really? Amazing furniture. Yeah, I know. It was so good. That's expensive to leave that sort of stuff behind. Why didn't you sell it in the first place? Make um, some cash, and then you would have had it in the kitty ready to go for now. Well, okay, okay. You're saying that like, you know, why didn't you think of this basic idea? Um, anyone that understands what a job like radio is will understand that it doesn't pay well, first off. So when I'm at the pub, please don't expect me to buy you a round of beer. Uh. <laughs> I'm more likely to be poorer than you. Um, but when I left South Australia to start my career in Tamworth, mm. um, such as it is, career, um, I was certain that I was going to fail and that it wasn't going to work out, yeah. right? So I had to make sure I had a contingency plan. I said to my housemate, I was like, look, we've got a three-bedroom house here. You maybe get another housemate in or whatever, but if I leave all my furniture here for you to enjoy, um, if it goes tits up and I have to come home um, and I've got nothing, he goes, mate, it'll all be here. It's yeah. all fine. It's all good. Just go and follow your dream, and then if it doesn't work, it'll all be here. Now, five years later nearly, um, it's a different story. You know, he's moved to Sydney since from Adelaide. So he sold it all. <laughs> so he made, out of your stuff, he made some cash. Well, see, once again, you're assuming. No, he said, you know what, I'll sell it all and I'll give you the money. And I was like, what? no. I was like, you guys have looked after it for five years. It's yeah. now your furniture. So I'm, I'm a much, I'm a, we're, see, you're, <laughs> I'm dealing with a, a friend here, Christy, not <laughs> someone who wants to make money off me. So that was a tangent we didn't need to go on. But um, in regards to moving into a brand new place, I, um, I, I'm in a really fun uh position right now where um i get to choose the new the, the new plates the new glasses everything's gonna match i'm gonna uh, and I obviously In nesting it's not just myself i have to i have to decide it with the boss but you know 
I get to make some of the decisions. I get to decide ah. what sort of air freshener we get in the toilets. You That's just right, dropped... plural. <laughs> Two toilets. You just dropped the fact that uh, she wears the pants in the relationship. Uh, no, it's a, it's a mutual thing. Yeah. So which one's your loo? Because you do realise that you always have separate loos. Um, well, it's, it's less about the loo and it's more about the bathroom. I think we're going to set our own bathrooms up the way we like them and then yep. we've got a second one. But mine will be further away from – I won't have the ensuite because when I get up for work in the morning – I, I get up quite early, yeah, so I want to go. I want to go and you know do my stuff, and if I'm uh, doing all that further away, it's, yeah. it's probably better anyway. But um, the the furniture side of things, I've been looking, I'm trawling through Facebook Marketplace, um, a little bit on Gumtree, but I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, people should not be allowed to make their own prices up, seriously. And then they get they get finicky when you when you say, look, you know, can we can we go at a more reasonable price? Try would you go? Barter. Would you go for this? And they go, no, it's a fixed price, but it says O-N-O at the end of it. It's like, well... <laughs> near or far. No, but the thing is, you realise when you're selling something on Marketplace, you're just like, well, I know what I paid for it, and it might have only been two years ago. You don't mm. want to skimp and, and not get much cash for it. It depends Correct. how quick you want to get rid of it. But um, it, appliances, there's nothing wrong with those. So, like, fridges and, and all of that, they're fine. The big ticket items, they're the, the ones that you need in a household. So, mm. unless you've got a big wad of cash that you can just drop... Uh, and buy one brand new. No, I said there's I nothing wrong with a second-hand fridge. Oh, 13, 12, 16. What items are fine to pick up second-hand? Which ones are your absolute no-goes? We'll play a song, but we'll come back. Um, I don't think I'd buy a fridge. In fact, I saw a fridge, and it looked fantastic, and they wanted about 500 for it. I thought, you know what? It's a massive fridge. It's probably worth it. Went there, had a sniff, thought, this is not for me. It was disgusting. You can't see that in a photo. I'll tell you that much. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Uh, things that you would not buy secondhand when moving into a house slash would buy it when moving into a house. I've got here a few different things, Christy, that I have put in the would not buy. So moving into a house on the 31st. And um, I would not buy from uh, Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace, any of those places, a mattress. However, I may consider a bed frame, depending on how much rocking has been doing on there. (laughs) You want to make sure that it's sturdy enough. It doesn't have the creaks in it. No, I agree. No secondhand mattresses. And 13, 12, 16, if you've got any absolute no-goes that you would – an absolutely filthy idea in your mind to buy secondhand when moving into a house. Another one for me, and this is um, a bit of an interesting one already said fridge but appliances so um i was walking through a garage sale it was literally just the other day and i saw a like a a toasty press a toast but you know those one where it's sort of sunken into the metal it's not the flat ones it's the ones where you make the clothes oh the the, waffles yeah 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 and um the thing is is that while it looked okay i picked it up and there was like crummy sort of like, uh, yeah. you know, it's sort of... Oh, it's just it's not, worn on there and you're never going to get it nah, up. I agree, ugh. appliances, air fryers, anything like that, a slow cook is... Well, we, we do have someone on the line. Hello, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello. Hello, Hello. Who we got there? How are you? I'm good. What can we do for you? Mate, forget about buying second hand. You just need to walk into Amart there. They've got a full package. <laughs> you just pay it off month by month. Yeah. Would you happen to work at Amart? <laughs> No, I'm a truck driver. Oh, right. There you go. Are you a truck driver for Amart? <laughs> no. Oh. He's you're just giving him a free plug. 
I'll be through the nightmare of buying second-hand stuff there a couple of years ago. It lasts a week or a break or it's just absolute crap. So just yeah. walk in Amart, do a package. So <laughs> guys up there look after you and then you're all set. They deliver it, set it up. Oh, you just sit back and have a beer. I, I, oh, think I think there's plenty of department stores that do similar sure. things yeah, with finances. That's, yeah, that. There's a lot of places that do that, <laughs> yeah. but I, I totally get that. And you absolutely sure you don't work at Amart or aren't affiliated with anyone that does? No, I work for IGA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug I was plug expecting there that, but there we go. All right, well, I'm sure they thank you for the plug. Um, <laughs> no worries, mate. What, what, the original question, though, um, what's the absolute no-go? Say you had to buy a house. Fridges. Fridges, why? But why, yeah. Well, you just don't know what they've been done before. We bought one that was working, got it home, and it didn't work. Oh, oh they get yeah. It just cost a fortune. Yeah. yeah you, well, you take it back, you throw it through their front window and go, no, don't oh, want it. They wrote, a, they wrote a law that you can't do that nowadays. What's that? Take it back and... and throw it through their window. Throw it through the front window. <laughs> yeah, I thought that might be the case. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's, it's, you're putting trust in other people, to be honest. And, and I know when I'm selling stuff secondhand, and I've sold my fridge secondhand, and I made sure I cleaned that spick and span, yeah. made sure there I was nice clean before I buy. <laughs> smelly stuff and, and buffed out all the scratches. Yeah. So I wish people were more like me out yeah. there. So what's your name? Yeah, but not everybody is. No. Sean. Sean. Good on you, Sean. Thanks for the call, mate. Very appreciative of that. Day. You too. You too. Yeah, very Thanks entertaining, too. that bloke. Um, <laughs> you were convinced he still I, works for us. <laughs> I don't care if he does anymore, to be honest. If he does, I mean, that was entertaining enough for me. Mm. Um, plus, we went there and we had a walk around. We went everywhere. Um, but uh, there's things like, co- I w- this is what I would buy, right? I'd go for coffee tables and the dinner tables yeah. and things like that. Those, as long as they're pretty sturdy, that's fine. Couches within reason. Within reason, Christy, I will oh. go a couch. Is, if they have proof of the receipt of when they purchased it, so you know how long they've had it and they couldn't do too much damage to it or have too much grubby stuff sitting on yep. it, then maybe. And maybe you go and get it cleaned as well by like oh, those yeah, proper carpet cleaners. Oh, you have to get it steam cleaned. Yeah. And uh, we've already decided, and I know our mate Glenn will be happy about this, but um, uh, we're going to go and get a rug from Glenn. Oh, good. Don't buy them secondhand either. That's no, disgusting. you don't buy rugs secondhand. Oh, and you, you don't buy... Nice, nice new one. You don't buy toilet brushes secondhand. You don't buy, buy adult <laughs> swings or anything like that secondhand. Adult swings? <laughs> That's what everyone's saying What kind of Facebook? house do you think this is going to be? <laughs> get up with Christian Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's hit. And the voice obviously wrapped up on Sunday night and uh, Chris Sebastian taking it out. He was part of the top four. Yes, and he joins us this morning. Good morning, Chris, and congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm stoked to be on with you guys. It's an incredible thing what's happened on The Voice since all the restrictions. And obviously being Team Kelly, Mm. with her being overseas, going into a grand final with three other contestants, do you feel like you're at a little bit of a a disadvantage? Yeah. You know what? I thought I was going to be, especially like with a coach's performance, and then she goes out and brings Daryl Braithwaite. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a pretty good replacement. That's true. The the thing about Kel is she was always calling and she was always on, she was always on, on Zoom and Skype and like checking in. So I, I think that was like, while it's not face to face, it's still, and she cares. Like she was giving me so much advice on stuff. And yeah. uh, it was great. It, I, I definitely would say it was a disadvantage, especially after the, the little Daryl Braithwaite card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, that was something I wasn't expecting. No. And how, yeah, how did yeah. it feel performing with someone of that caliber? I don't even, like, I properly almost peed my pants. When they told me <laughs> that, like, Daryl Braithwaite was going to be on stage and he, because, 
I mean, I've never done a gig where someone hasn't yelled out, do your horses! Yeah. <laughs> but to do horses with, with the man who's mm-hmm. made it famous, is, it was pretty iconic. Yeah. Do you think if they said to you, you're not going to be singing horses, that you would have fought to sing that song? Oh, 100%. I mean, I love it. Daryl's got a bunch of other great songs, but... If I'm going to be on stage with Daryl, I'm going to sing horses. It's yeah. a bucket list thing for a singer. It would have to be. Exactly. It's every Australian muso's dream. Obviously, going into The Voice, you've been on before, right? You're coming yeah. back as yeah. an all-star. The struggle must be real in terms of you've got your own brand. You want to put your own talents on the line to see whether or not you pass it. And everything I'm seeing on social, apart from the nice stuff, all the negative is basically just all the people that didn't get their people to yeah. win. And so, um, But that... You know, I, I could look at it negatively or I could go, you know what, that just means they were passionate not only about the show but about the other people and rightfully so. They were incredible. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, it could have been any one of us and, you know, there was, what, 0.5% separating first oh, yeah. and second. Yeah. So, like, and that's the thing. I, 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 that's cool. I mean, not everyone's going to like me. It's true. I'll, I'll put records out and I'll show the people that do. Yeah. And if the ones that don't, it's all good. But see, a lot of the comments were around the fact that you could have made it big time without going on a show like this. So why was it important to go on twice, in fact, on the show? Why couldn't you have just asked your brother for oh, his yeah. black book? Yeah, get his little black book out. <laughs> that, that's the thing. I've, I've been doing that. I've been, I've been trying to do that for a really long time. Right. And, and that's what I think people don't realise. Like, being, doing music in Australia is incredibly difficult. Um, and so, like, the, the idea that I haven't been doing it, like, I've been touring... For years and years and years, I, I've done, I'm part of a group called Peking Duck, which I'm sure you know that the yeah, best guys yeah, yeah. doing music in Australia. I love them to bits. Um, and you know, I've been with them for a couple of years, and I've been trying and trying. I've been releasing songs, and this was a way for me to get to that next level. So I'd be silly not to, you know, I, I, I just had a baby, so I got you know, mm-hmm. her to provide for. So, you know, like this was a no-brainer for me. Well, look, let's let's wrap up on a, a happier one, like an even happier one. Um, <laughs> long time ago, Christy, right? When I was in South Australia, yeah, my mum said, I've been going to this new church, right? I said, oh, God. All right, mum. We'll go along to it. And now, after seeing you on telly, Chris, right, I want the menage a trois. I want all three of you. <laughs> when do we get to hear Big Brother Ollie on the telly? <laughs> do you know what is the funniest thing? And it, it, honestly, it was like the, you got the biggest laugh of the night. After they announced me, because Ollie was there um, when we found out, Ollie was there and he said, "Oh God, you reckon I can go on next year?" <laughs> so you know, don't don't uh, don't rule it out too soon. I remember because it was was it Paradise? Was it called? What's yeah, it called yeah, now? Yeah. Uh, oh, good question. I yeah, no, this is a good question. A but it was it was <laughs> no, years ago. It was years ago. I think Guy had already won the first uh, Australian Idol. That was two thousand and three. Yeah. Something like that. Two thousand three. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel old as well. But I remember <laughs> walking in there for the first time and going. Holy crap, is that Guy Sebastian? And I see, and there's, there's bloke with no hair, and I'm listening to him going, I think he might be better than Guy. So, <laughs> and, with, with all due respect to Guy, which yeah. one do you think is uh, is the better singer? And you can say this is a safe space. <laughs> I won't tell him. I, honestly, I don't, I don't know if I could split Guy and myself. I think we both do things differently. Like, there are things that I can do better. There's things that he can do better. So, I don't know. That's tough. Ollie's um Ollie's a, a great singer too. He's just not <laughs> pursuing it. Great piano player as well. Well, I want the Sebastian brothers. Yeah. I want you know the four of us, right? And the, the, there's the a youngest... fourth one. <laughs> yeah, there's a fourth one. Oh my god, the fourth one. one. And he he can sing. He's two years younger than me, so he can sing pretty well too. So there's uh we've we've done a few 
We've done a couple of little performances before, eh? Have you got any siblings that uh, haven't got any talent at all that we can identify with? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just, just the four boys. Oh, God. Well, he's, a rubbish, he's a rubbish golfer, so you can... Oh, well, they, <laughs> we're all rubbish that. golfers. I think we need we need all four of you lined up, and I think we need, like, an a cappella with those, you know, the straw hats. I just need it. I just need to hear it just one time. All right. Make Done. it happen. We'll, we'll, We'll do a video. Good on you, Chris. Thank you so much <laughs> you for joining us. My pleasure. And congratulations again. Thank you. Appreciate Get it. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast. I'm going to play Chewy Tunes with you. Right. The game that kind of came about last week off the back of my family complaining about how I always try to hold conversation while I've got food in my mouth. I mm. never finish chewing before I speak. So I thought, hmm, to get them back and just out of spite, I'm going to sing some tunes while I'm eating. <laughs> 13, 12, 16 as well. You know the number when you know what the, the what do you, you got marshmallows there? Marshmallows. How many can you fit? Oh, I've not tried it before. Put right. them in. Oh, Put count, them in one at a time. While I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to. One, two, three. I've got a little mouth. No, you got a big mouth. Four. <laughs> you can open it wider than that. Five. Come on, mate. You can. Hmm. That's not as hot as you might mm. think it is. Five will do. Five mm. will do. Mm. Five will do. I don't want you to die. Mm. I'd have to do the show by myself, and that'd be boring. Mm. Right. No, I can feel another one. Yeah. Oh, for, all right. Six marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you're going to sing a song, mm-hmm. and people are going to uh, call up and guess what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Go for it. <laughs> Oh, hang on, I think I know it. Yes, I know what it is. I know what it is. Oh, God, oh, don't spew it up. Don't spew it up. Here's the bin. I can't throw the bin. I can't throw the bin to you. Run. Just go away. Run somewhere and spit it out. I don't need you vomiting up marshmallows on the air. Go away. All right, I'm going to talk to someone on the air. Hello, good morning. How are we going this morning? Do what? I say, how are we all going this morning? Well, Christy's just spewed up some marshmallows. Apart from that, um, who have I got there? Mick. Mick, right, right. Uh, What was the song? Do you reckon you know what it was? That would have to be horses. (laughs) Tower of Braithrate, it was. horses. What was the giveaway? Is it just the tone? The, the, the tune, yes, just yeah. the tone. See, I, all I hey, heard was the... Uh, well too, Christy. Pardon, what was that? I said you sang it so well, oh, too. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> the uh, studio floor doesn't look the same anymore, though. No, well, the, the, the it was weird. It was weird that the marshmallows, they turned to liquid and they just dribbled down yeah. their chin. It was gross. Oh, I know, right? How disgusting <laughs> is that? But, no, you got it right. When, when Christy, when you um, started doing the... I pick you up, pick, pick you. you up. I could, I could hear that. And I was like, ah, oh, there it is. I know it's not a song that we normally play on, um, on hit, but at the same time, uh, I'm pretty sure you're well, not an Aussie if you don't know Daryl Braithwaite. Talks I mean, I mean, we oh. could, we could. Are you going to do it? No, I'm not going to do it because we'll get in trouble. Unless <laughs> Mick thinks, unless Mick thinks up. we should. Should we play? I really it? believe. I really believe she sang that as good as Guy Sebastian's brother. <laughs> I think she sung up better than him, if I'm honest with you. If I'm and honest with you. That's exactly why I picked that song, because I thought, oh, him and got to sing up uh, alongside Daryl Braithwaite. I don't think I could do that to the man, though. I don't think I could have stood on stage with marshmallows in my mouth and sung alongside Daryl Braithwaite doing that. <laughs> That'd be like stand up comedy. Yeah. Mm. I've got his number. You could always give him a call. 
Do you? Yeah, I got his number. We're not mates. I just we interviewed him once, and he had, happened to call up Mick. He called <laughs> up with his. He was when when someone's stupid enough to call the studio with their mobile number, I write it down and go right. I'll save that one for a rainy day. Should we just call save him? And even if it goes to voice message, I'll just start singing his song with marshmallows in my mouth. Can <laughs> we do it? I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I, think, I think I like my job too much. All right, Mick, you have a good day, mate. Thanks. For Thanks, playing. mate. Thanks, guys. Too easy. Oh, my God. I can't believe people even called up for that. <laughs> Dribbling marshmallows and singing into the microphone. We had a full board of calls, by the way. Uh, we had like four, five, six people ringing up just on this side alone. So Maybe I need to make it a whole lot harder. No, Blow no, no, face. no. Please don't because I, I didn't face. pick it up until it's got to be gettable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, I'm real sticky now. I don't, want, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. Hey, Bodge, I know you don't really watch too much TV, as in actual free TV. Free to air TV. Not really, no. Yeah. No, you, you like to binge watch. But I was watching A Current Affair last night, and there was this story about this couple that she'd had an engagement ring for about 40 years, mm-hmm. right? So she was only 17 when she got engaged, and she did the right thing by going and getting some repairs done to it. So she delivered it to a big jeweller chain in Sydney and went went off to have repairs done. And then when she gets the phone call to come back and collect it, you just know you're so excited. I'm going to go get my ring. Because yeah, yeah. you, you do feel naked because you hear of women that have got engagement rings or wedding rings and they never take them off. Women need their trinkets. So you notice that it's completely bare when it's not there because you've got the indentation, the permanent <laughs> ring little indentation on your finger. And so it would been some time that it was off on repairs. Goes into the shop. They called her and said, it's here. Opens up the bag and it's empty. Uh. You could feel that heart sinking moment, can't you, that... Where's my ring? And God knows how expensive this is because it was about $1,100 40 years ago. You accumulate that to what it would be cost today and it would be quite an expensive ring, which she never had valued. And they cannot account for what happened. So they took a photo of it when it was at the repairers. Somehow it got uh, lost on the way back to the jeweler for where it was collected. Seven Mm. months on, the, the company has never claimed or given an explanation as to why it's happened. I thought they would be bound by some kind of thing I don't know. to well, do that. Well, that's not, that's not, they've I, not considered to replace it. Yeah. They've, they've not gone, all right, well, well, we'll investigate and look. They may do, but she's not been given an explanation as yet. Yeah. And it makes you think, gosh, there's so many other things out there that would happen like that where you send something off for a repair oh, all or the give time. it to somebody all the and time. it either doesn't return or it doesn't come back in the same yeah. well, uh, state. Yeah, and 13, 12, 16, you've got any stories, you're welcome to give us a call. Obviously, leave out um, any names of any places. Mm. But the, um, the the interesting thing is is that um, my pop, he wanted to do something special for my nan on their 50th wedding anniversary, mm. right? It's, that's a special one. And he went to a jeweler, got a, um, a circle pendant with a 50 in there. Yeah. Like, so it was... It, Circle fifty, yeah, and um, spent a lot of money on it. Had it, had it custom made, and then when it came back, he was in tears because the um, the top of the fifty, that the the line at the top of it, the yeah. horizontal one of the top of the five, um, it, they hadn't put it in the circle properly, and it, part of it was overlapping onto the, the circle, and it was um, yeah, it looked terrible, and they had done a. a for want of a better phrase, a bodgy job. Um, <laughs> so my mum, being the um, the woman that she is, marched back in there and said, 
you will fix this, or, you know, I'm just guessing she said something about killing mm-hmm. them. I don't know. She's not a murderer, but I would have gone in there with a similar attitude and said, my pop paid good money for this. Fix it, it now. Exactly. Or else. Well, Nan didn't get it for um, right on the day either. Really? She, no, um, they, um, he couldn't get it in to be fixed um, for a while, so he had to give it to her looking damaged on their anniversary. Mm, so yeah so you can imagine how angry the family was and there's so many of these kinds of stories but this is one of those things i've got a little story and we'll we'll play a song and i'll come back and tell you next and i think it's the reason why mum doesn't let me borrow any of her rings do you wear much jewelry though i wear one ring oh really i'd I'd wear the ring if i had the ring (laughs) you get it one day maybe Maybe. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM. When I was in Year Ten, Mum loaned her blue sapphire ring to me for my Year Ten formal because uh, I was wearing a blue dress, and she thought that her ring would look really good with it. Um, oh. <laughs> I didn't tell her straight away when I'd finished with it that I'd lost the sapphire diamond that was oh, in there. And because no. you know the big claw ones, so the little claws had pulled the apart the, yeah, yeah, they, that they, holds the diamond in, which the big ones like that, the old school ones, they do often fall out if they're not mm. uh, stuck together or they're quite old. Um, and this was a sentimental one of, of mum's and the diamond had fallen out and I took a while to tell her. I thought, oh, just leave it and just say, oh, no, I've still got it. I'm still going to wear it. And then I had to own up to it that... Uh, yeah, her ring's never going to return to be the same no. ever again. And then two years later, for my year 12 formal, I was wearing a black dress and I was doing red and gold jewellery and she had a ruby diamond ring and loaned it to me. This time, I returned it in good nick. Yes, mum, I returned it. But then a few years later, she came up to me, my sister, and says, where's my ring? Where's my ruby ring? Right, you girls okay, never yeah. gave it back. I'm like, no, 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 I've gave it back. And literally just the other day... She was hunting in her jewellery drawer and she's like, you know, you never gave me that ruby ring back. So wait, hang on. So you've skipped forward a few years from your initial thing. You gave the ring back. I gave the ring back and that's where it was done. And then a few years later, she remembered that she loaned that ruby ring because this is a ring she wasn't always wearing. It was a sentimental one that was right. passed down from her mum. Okay, I get, I get all that. I get all that. So basically, even though you gave it back. Yes. It's she, not there. She thinks that you haven't done that. She thinks I never returned it. Well, and Mum's blaming me now. And literally the other day, she said, "Hey, you know, one of you girls still has my ruby ring." I'm like, "No, no, no, no! I returned it. I remember you twelve. Okay. Well, I was I can't, eighteen. I, and I'm I not get- Doctor Phil. <laughs> I'm not going to sort your family problems out. No, I know, but it, it is one of those things that you just worry about the fact that when you do loan something that is sentimental or, or value like that. Who knows, it may not come back the same way like the first <laughs> ring dig. And who knows, it may not come back at all. I think all she's right. pr- kind of maybe pre-warned right. I'm gonna, Michael. I'm going to try and be Dr. Phil. All right, It <laughs> sounds like I'm going to have to be. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that you, Christy, mm. have taken your mom's jewelry and you think you look quite nice in it and you're going out. Mm-hmm. And now you've, you, you've taken it back. I've only got your word to say that you've taken it back. But it's true. I gave it back to her. She's yeah. just blaming me. Well, we have your mom here, and uh, she tells a different side of the story. So would you like to tell us what's happened? Oh, Christy took me diamonds and me jewels, and she took them, and she didn't give them back, and I want them back, and uh, I'm not going to get them back because she took them. Well, that certainly sounds like uh, something that she would do. 
Um, See how what I do when I get I bored in a story? I can't, I can't continue on from that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Julie. I know you're listening. Please don't hit me. I, would, I won't ever do it again. Uh, after that accent, she will hit you. Yeah. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.